Hello, this is Aubin Palmer, and welcome to Everyday Thriving, success in your business and life for moms. I know you want to have a business for a reason, and I'm here as a certified life coach to help you make your business not only work, but thrive, in a way that helps all of your life thrive as well. Each week, I will share with you some of the mindset and tools I have learned and lived to help you find clarity, make more money, feel confident, and own your time each day. Let's go. Hello, this is Aubin, and I'm so excited to be back with you again this week. And I am so excited that it is December. We are in the last month of the year, the fun month of Christmas and holidays, and wrapping up 2022. And I don't know if this creates drama for you. You don't like the end of the year. You're like, oh, I didn't get everything done. Or if you like it, you like just to take a break. You're done with work for the month. Or if you like to increase it, step it up, finish the year with a bang and really do your best to the end. And there's no right answer. And I love to just talk with different people and see how different people approach the end of the year and the different preferences people have. It's just so fascinating because there is no right answer. So it's just fun to see how different people handle this same thing of the last month of the year. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I was thinking about, okay, do we want to talk about how to finish the year really strong or how to start the new year right? And I've seen a lot of marketing on both sides. And what kind of resonates for me is something that serves both. And this is actually something I love to work with my clients on is really stepping into your identity as a CEO. And the question I love to ask is what is a CEO to you? And all too often it comes up, oh, an old man in an office wearing a suit. That is not me. I'm not a CEO. And that is what movies always portray, right? That's the CEO that's kind of imprinted into our minds. But what is a CEO to you? What do you think of when you think of a female CEO? What do you think of when you think of yourself as a CEO? And when I think of this feminine power, this feminine energy, and me as a CEO, it's so different than what you would think of in the stereotypical role because me as a CEO encompasses all of me and the power that I have as a woman, as a mother to run a business and be in charge and make decisions and lead. And sometimes people think that you have to have a ton of employees to be a CEO. And that is not true either. The CEO is simply the person running the business. And this is so important when you are running your own business, even if you do have employees, even if you do outsource some of your work to really own this role you have. And it doesn't matter how big your business is. You are in charge of a business and whether you have a product based business or a service based business, it you have two roles in your business. You have definitely what you do, what you're selling. So whether it's a product like jewelry or a bag or shirts, or if it's a service like coaching or photography or anything else that you're doing, you have that role of the product. And we can talk about that another time. We talk about it all the time, right? But you have to differentiate that from your role as the CEO of the business. 
And we could go into all the other roles that you could have on too as a solopreneur, like, right, you see those reels or TikToks about all the hats you wear as a solopreneur, doing the bookkeeping and the marketing and the CEO and the actual product. But to simplify it for my sake, I like to think of the business aspect and then the actual product service aspect and making sure both of these get attention and awareness and time. So if you haven't been thinking of yourself as the CEO of your business, are you giving your business time? And this includes the administration stuff of like deciding when you work, what hours you're available, who you serve, what marketing you do, the bookkeeping, all of this can fall under this business aspect of your business as the CEO. And I've had people, when I talk about it like this way, felt a little intimidated by it saying like, that's too much. I don't... I don't want to do all of that, but you are. And the neglect of not doing it is just as much being doing it as not doing it because it's it's your responsibility to run a business, to have these things in place. And if you're not outsourcing it, it all is falling under and encompassed by this role as the CEO of your business. And so the reason that I think this is a good topic for the end of the year and the start of a new is to really just step into this identity of how do I want to end this year to lead into this next year? And if you're taking the month of December off, or if you're wanting to work harder than ever, this will work because you can look at what did I do this year? Who was I? How do I want to change this? What decisions do I want to make? These are all the kind of things that even those old men in the offices and suits are doing as the CEOs and you get to do it your way. You get to own this power and identity you have of running your business and leading it and owning it and making decisions on your own. No one tells you what to do, which is like the best part of running your own business, right? But can feel a little daunting if we're feeling like, I don't know what to do. How do I decide? And so I wanted to talk a little bit more about three things I like to really look at as part of really being a CEO of your business. So the first thing that I believe really defines you being a CEO is making the decisions for your business and to really make the decisions that feel good for you, that are aligned with who you are, your life, and therefore your business. This comes up all the time with people I'm talking to, clients, of the shoulds and the rules of running a business. And they'll say, I know there's no rules, but I have to do this and I have to do this. And -and so-and-so said, if you don't do this, your business will not work. And when you are operating from all the different rules, different people say, you are going to go insane because you can't do what everyone says for one. And two, you're not listening to yourself. You're not checking what you've heard and making sure it works for you and your business. So a tool I really like to do with clients to help them find what they want, what is aligned for them in their life is to empty all the shoulds and have tos first. So list everything you feel like you have to do. And you could do this yourself. Just get out a piece of paper and write everything you have to do in your business. And it will be so easy for you to list quickly. And you'll feel even like the stress of saying this to yourself, like, oh, I hate this, but I have to do it. I have to do this. I should do this. I should do this. I don't want to do this, but it's what I'm supposed to do. All these kind of statements that you have right now about your business. And then write another list. Get those out first. It's important to do that first, but then write this next list of what do you want to do in your business? 
And it'll be interesting because at first you're like, well, I don't know what I want. I just have to do what I should. But if you open up and you've emptied all these shoulds first, you'll be able to see, well, what do I want? I want to work these certain amount of hours. I want to only be on social media once a week. I want to actually not be on social media. I want to just talk to people in person, or I want to actually get better at social media and do more marketing there. There's no right answer, right? But what are you want? And make sure that the word I want is in front. I want a nanny. I want to work while my kids are at school and napping. Like there's no right answer, but you just keep saying things. I want, I want, I want. And make sure you're saying I want, because sometimes as women and as mothers, especially we're so concerned about others' needs, what they want, that we're not good at saying what we want. So really see if you can find what you want. And there's no obligation to do it. You're just seeing what you want. And being able to see this will help you then to identify, okay, are any of these wants even in the should list? Is there any version of them? Is this the, all these shoulds and rules that I'm holding on to have anything to do with what I want? Are you being the CEO of your business or are you just following other people? And it's interesting, usually when we're following other people, it's for lack of confidence that we know what's right. So you're listening to other successful business owners. You're wanting to do what they say to feel like you can have the success that they have. But something that's so important to recognize is that that was how they got success. It was on their want list. What worked for them is what they wanted. And there are so many methods that work. There are so many ways to run a business. And I'm not saying you ignore other people completely. I love studying and learning from other amazing business owners so that I can get better and better. But you always have to filter it with what do I want? Does this feel aligned with me? Because once you have a really strong list of what you want, I like to visually stack it up against each other, on top of each other in a line align for alignment and you have these wants and they're not all over the place. They're not competing each other. They're not up against each other. They're on top of each other. They all line up and to other people, they might not work. They might not be in a line for them, but because you've really identified what you want as your own person, as your own boss, you can then figure out how to make it work. And other people might not be able to, other people might not understand how you do. This comes up for me all the time where people ask me, how do you work so much from home with a baby, with little kids and still have find time to take care of yourself? And you're always going to the gym and running. And I say, I just do it because it's what I want. It's aligned for me. They're the things that I want in my life. So I figure out how to make them work but it might not work for you because you might not have those same things that you want in your life. And these are general things that I just said, but really applying it to the fine tuned details of your business of how it correlates with your life really helps you to find the aligned life and business that you're wanting as a CEO, because it's so easy when you're working at another job for them to say, these are the hours you work. This is what you have to wear. This is how you have to show up. And so they're telling you what to do. But when you're creating your own business, you really have that freedom and power to be the CEO and decide what am I creating as my basis? What is my model of living this dream of having my own business? I'm in charge. What is that I want? The next part of being a CEO is to really own the results of your business. 
And it is so easy in life to create shame or blame. And I love looking at when we're things aren't going how we want when we are in either of these modes of shame or blame. And blaming is saying the Instagram algorithm doesn't work or people just don't understand me. They don't get it. Or going to the shame, like, I'll never be good at, good enough. I don't know what I'm doing. People are never going to like me. Feeling those kind of things. And neither of these energies will serve you in being a CEO. Because the real way to be a CEO is in the middle of them. And to step up and really own who you are, what you can do, and the results that you're creating. And there's two things that I love to do or use to look at this. And the first one is the math. What is the math in your business? And it's always the money, right? There's always the money aspect of how much money have you made? How much money have you invested? What are your plans with your money? Do you have a goal with how much you're wanting to make this year in your lifetime? And really deciding, not just feeling like a victim, not going into shame or blame, but owning like, why have I made this much money? Why is this how much I've made? And knowing that I will ask people, how much money have you made this year? And they get very uncomfortable and they'll say they're not sure. As a CEO of a business, you have to know how much money you've made. And this is where money mindset comes in that I love to talk about, but really feeling good about the money you have made, even if it's $50, even if it's $10, $100, $50,000, $100,000, whatever amount of money you have made, seeing the gain in this. And if you haven't read the book, The Gap Versus the Gain, I love that book to look at this mindset of how you're looking at the profit and the growth you're having in your business to really celebrate whatever gain you have and to look it as what it is in getting towards your goal, that instead of focusing on the lack or the gap between where you are and the goal, all you have and all you've gained so far. So with this power of being in the gain, you're able to look at how much you've made, why have you made that, what were you doing, what's working, how can you do that again, how can you learn from that, what have you done that's not working, what do you wanna change, And this sounds so easy to say abstractly, but you really have to be that observant of yourself in a business to say, okay, this is what's working for me. This is what's helped me to earn this much money. How can I recreate that? How could I make that even better? And what things that I thought were going to be great didn't maybe work. And as the CEO of your business, you're going to do that. You're going to be very aware of what's working and making plans of how to continue to make it work, how to run your business. And then the second part I love with this part of owning the results you have in your business is what are you believing about your business? As a life coach and business coach, I am so passionate about mindset work and emotion energy, and I know that our thoughts really do create our results. So are you believing that this year I'm only going to make this much money? Are you believing nobody likes me? I want clients, but no one's going to come. Are you believing my products aren't as good as someone else's? If those are the thoughts you're believing, what results are you going to have from that? And some people think it's just like the universe that creates this reaction, but I really just believe it's very logical too of when you're believing things like that, how are you going to feel? What energy are you showing up in? What are you going to do? 
Are you going to share it like it's the best thing ever? Are you going to tell everybody about your product? Are you going to show a picture to everybody? Are you going to be so excited that you let everyone know what you do so that they can tell everyone that they know? And it's not even about just selling. It's just about you love it. You're so passionate about it. Of course not. When you're thinking these kind of thoughts, you're going to hide. You're going to be afraid to tell people. You're going to show up out of obligation, not because you're excited and passionate about it. And so really looking at what you're thinking about your business, about how you're doing, about what you want to do, why you're doing it. These things are so important in creating the business you want as an entrepreneur so that you can have the results you want. And people sometimes think it sounds too easy to change your belief. Like you're saying, if I just believe that it will happen, it will happen. And usually if you're saying it like that, you're not actually going to believe it. But it takes a little bit of faith to say, I can really just believe I'm going to do it and then I will get that result. And I like to help people to set reminders for them. You know, when you find something that you want to believe, it's a new thought. You, you put it on a sticky note. You remind yourself to think it. You put it as a reminder on your phone. You use the I am app, which I love to make it as a notification without an alarm, like an alarm. But you find ways to think it often. And as you start to think it consciously more and more often, you might start to believe it. So what are you believing about your business as the CEO of your business right now? And owning that the results that you want are totally yours to create. And I always love to share the story of when I you know, started my coaching business. I was still working at the hospital as a nurse. I wanted another baby. These things were just kind of taking my life right now. And I was so stressed with wanting to grow my business enough to quit at the hospital and to have another baby and exempt overwhelming how to do it all. But I really believed that I could grow my business, that I could have another baby, even though I had struggled with fertility problems for several years at that point. And then here I am today, running my own business. I quit at the hospital in um, March of 21 and I have my baby who's almost a year old. I cannot believe how old she's gotten. And when I look back, it's just amazing to see that believing in those things, even though they felt impossible at the time, believing it could happen is what made me take certain actions. And it led to me being able to quit at the hospital, which helped me to be able to get pregnant. Like all these things worked and I could give example after example if you needed more, but really deciding what you want to believe is what will create the results in your business and owning that as a CEO is where your power is. And the third part of being a CEO is kind of what I mentioned in the beginning, but do you have specific time in your work time to work on the CEO part of your business? When I ask people how much they work a week, they'll list um, all the things they're doing for their product or their service. Like I coach these many hours. I do this much work. I spend this much time on Instagram, which does fall a little bit more on the CEO part, but really distinguishing, like, are you looking at how much money made? Are you making plans for what you're going to do the rest of the year? Do you have time to work on your mindset? Like we just talked about with the last one, like investing in yourself as the CEO if you've seen big companies like the CEOs are taken care of, are you taking care of yourself? Are you investing in coaching to help you really get 
the mindset frame, the work that you want to know the strategy you want for your business to have someone else helping you look at it. Are you investing yourself health wise? Are you taking, getting, making sure you get enough sleep? Are you doing these kind of things to really define what you do as the CEO of your business? And like I said, with all of this, you get to be the CEO, how you want to be. But if you just let your subconscious run this picture of an old man in an office, you're never going to really want to step into this role of a CEO. But I want you to visualize yourself. Think of yourself with freedom, empowered, and passion for the thing that you are doing right now. And what do you see yourself doing? Are you sitting at a desk? Is it in your home? Where is it in your home? Is it a new home? What are you wearing? What are you doing? Are there kids around? Are they with you in the office? Or are they with a nanny? Are they at school? Just visualize what this looks like for you. And I don't want you to picture someone else that you think is big and could do this. I really want you to see you in this role of the CEO. How do you feel when you're looking at yourself this way? When you're being the CEO, do you feel confident? Do you feel sure of yourself? Do you feel determined, passionate? No right answer, but what's coming up for you? And when you're feeling this way, what are you then going to do? This is the be, do, have model of really first being the CEO to know what to do for your business. And then you will have the success and thriving business you want. So listen to that again, if you need to, to really visualize you as the CEO, use these three steps I had to really help you see, okay, what am I doing to be the CEO of my business? And then use all of this to decide what am I doing with the rest of this year? Are you done? Are you ready to be good with the rest of the year? Or are you saying, okay, I still have a month. This is what I want to do with it. I am a CEO and I'm going to create the result I want with this end. And how is that shaping 2023 for you? What is your plan for this next year? Use all of this to create the business you want. And you can then end this year, 2022, ready to lead into a great 2023. All right. I will talk to you next week.